Welcome to the Yak Legion podcast with Brad Hicks and Zach Carell. This is our first ever podcast, so don't mind us. We're a little rusty at doing this. How's it going, Brad? I'm doing awesome. How you doing, man? Oh, pretty good. Just got back from a camping trip, been enjoying Memorial Day, a little bit of barbecuing, a little bit of fishing. Yeah, I did a little. How'd your weekend go? Uh, I did a little bit of fishing myself, went down the uh, Little Miami River with uh, Justin Marshall and uh, Josh Eldridge. And then today I went out to uh, Kaiser Lake and did a little paddling. It was kind of a disappointing trip, but uh, I caught a fish and I lost four more, so it wasn't too bad. So what's going on with Kaiser Lake? Um, I'm, I'm reading online a lot of different things about the weeds and the grass getting out of control there. Oh. Possibly the ODNR stepping in and spraying clipper and killing off some bass. Do you have any um, information about that? I don't know about the killing of the bass, but the weeds are pretty uh, getting pretty out of control there. I mean, it, it's it's changed a lot since I've been there three weeks ago. It. It's like the whole, all the banks are lined with weeds and there's no more lily pads like there used to be. Yeah. It seems like the first time we, uh, you took me out there, um, the weeds weren't too bad. The grass wasn't too bad. And it was a lot of lily, uh, lily pad mats and the fishing was great. But I know, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, I know last year I went and camped and did the Memorial Day tournament there last year. That's where our buddy Justin Marshall, he took first place, mm-hmm. but uh, the, there was a, twice as much grass there last year as there was the year before and i hadn't even been out there this year and i heard it's it's even worse oh yeah it's a lot worse i i had a hard time uh even finding a spot to cast i I was trying to punch through the weeds and that's why i lost four fish today i just couldn't get a good hook set on them at all wow what what were you throwing out there i was just throwing a texas rigged worm on a quarter ounce uh tungsten weight I got you. Yeah, that's mostly what I've thrown at that lake is soft plastics. And usually I do a black Senko or a June bug Senko and mm-hmm. usually do pretty good bass fishing out there. Yeah, it is pretty good lake. I, I typically like it for top water, but I just couldn't throw top water all today. Oh, yeah. Buzzbait Brad with the buzzbait. <laughs> You're a buzzbait man, aren't you? Oh, yeah. I love it. <laughs> Then you found the Whopper Plopper, and then the Whopper Plopper, I think you throw that a little bit more in the buzzbait now, don't you? I, I throw the Whopper Plopper quite a bit when I'm river fishing. Yeah, it's a hell of a bait. Yeah. I tore up fish on the on the, on the the lake and the rivers, on, on the, sorry, the ponds with them. Um, I just started using it last year, um, and I was really happy with it, really happy with the catches uh, and the, the sharpness of those hooks, man. you got to watch yourself with those things. Yeah. Uh, you very easily embed a hook into your into your face, to your your arm, and that's some serious business right there. They're very very sharp. Yeah, I've pricked myself a few times with the plopper. Oh yeah. <laughs> so I know you wanted to get into to some stuff with our first podcast, mainly uh, introductions of ourselves. Um, I guess go on with that. Yeah, uh, my name's Brad Hicks. I'm from uh, New Carlisle, Ohio. It's in between. Uh, Springfield and uh, Dayton. Uh, I've been fishing basically my whole life. Me and my dad used to take the boat out when we were younger. Uh, I just recently got into river fishing probably in 2012. And then in 2014 was probably around the time I got into kayak fishing, which is where I bought my first kayak. And it was a uh, 
Pelican Trailblazer 100 sit-in kayak with two flush flush mount rod holders on the back. So that's, that was your gateway drug. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what started the addiction. Yeah. <laughs> and then from there, I moved to a uh, Perception Access 11 and a half sit-on top kayak. I didn't like that one. I It, uh, it was okay, but I, I bought it more for the sit-on-top thing, but I didn't think I really liked it as much as I thought I would. Yeah. Got you out on the water at least. Though. Yeah. And then probably, I think it was 2017 is when I bought my first high-end kayak, which was a Old Town Predator MX. And I had that up until, well, I still have it, but I, I stopped using it because I got a bonafide SS-127 now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> which I, I love that thing. I mean, it's awesome. We'll get to that in a second. But the Old Town, I, I it's, it still has a special place in my heart. That thing is awesome. Uh, I made a lot of memories in it. Uh, Very nice kayak. It is a nice kayak. I, I still love it. it. It's easy to stand in. It's really good in the river. But I had an opportunity with uh, Loveland Canoe and Kayak to become a bonafide uh, rep for their company so they what's that i said that's amazing yeah uh, i'm pretty excited about it uh but yeah i ended up with the bonafide 127 about a week and a half ago a week ago maybe and i've been out in it three times and i love it that thing's awesome i mean it handles current and wind like like it's nothing uh i i don't get the spinning effect as i'm going down river or anything like that uh, the seat is like the best part about it. That is probably the highest sitting seat in a kayak on the market right now. And oh wow, it feels like like I don't, I don't feel like I have to stand to fish in it like I did in the Predator. I yeah. I can sit and I still feel elevated enough to where like the rod's not digging into my gut. So that is another thing I like about it. And then the storage on the bonafide SS-127 is insane. I, I throw my rods in it. I got five rods, my paddle, my fish finder, all, all of my rod holders, uh, my net, my life vest, and I could still fit more room for stuff. That's how wow. it's crazy. So that's all I got. What, uh, what got you into kayak fishing and what kind of kayaks have you been, uh, sitting in or riding on whatever well um i've been fishing my whole life uh same situation mainly started off on farm ponds i grew up inside a county on the portsmouth area so we fished the higher river a little bit so when i got married i moved up here to the cincinnati area and then got into kayak fishing my first kayak was a perception striker at 11.5 you know it's a it's not not the best kayak, I could say, but it got me out on the water. I'm a big guy, and uh, I looked for something that could uh, hold my weight and something I could feel stable in. So I went with the Perception Striker, and I used that for three years before I upgraded kayaks. Um, I took that thing down the rivers, the lakes, um, ponds. One thing I did like about that kayak is it's easy to throw on the top of your vehicle. It's easy to throw off, throw in the lake, throw in the pond, and you're off it's a very good pond hopping uh kayak but um after three years of kayak fishing i wanted to get a little bit more serious into it last year was my first year doing tournaments um i did a lot of tournaments with the buckeye trail 
um, did a few with Strictly Sail and the uh, Ohio um, uh, Kayak Club that I that got down here in Cincinnati. But um, so I went all last year on the perception. And, you know, it seems like two or three hours you're sitting in that thing, your legs are going numb, especially a big guy like myself. I had to keep getting out of that thing, stretching my legs. You know, I wanted something more comfortable. I wanted to get something that would give me a competitive edge in the tournaments. So I got a uh, Hobie Pro Angler 12 this past February. I uh, went to the uh, Cincinnati Boat Show over the winter, and I, you know, test drove the PA. I test drove the Outback and the Compass. And, man, I really love that PA. Being a big guy, it's super sta- stable. I love the pedal drive on it, the hands-free when you're uh, paddling around or pedaling around uh, on the lake, and you can cast, you can, you know, troll along with it and hold your rod. I mean, the storage is great, too. Um, I've got basically everything I need fits in the Hobie PA. There's only a few things I need to stick in the back of my truck. But, um, yeah, I was really happy with it. Um, I've only had it for a few months, and I hadn't really caught a lot of big fish off of it yet. Kind of hoping that changes here soon. Uh, Seems like I was catching a lot more fish on my Perception Striker than I am a Hobie right now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But, uh yeah, my season so far, I've done a few tournaments. I know you've done, uh, you started doing tournaments this year, and man, you really rocked a house, man. This guy right here, Brad Hicks, he won at Cowan. What was that? Probably three, four weeks ago? Yeah, it was, well, it was the end of uh, April, the last Sunday in April. Yeah. I mean, that was tough conditions, too. I mean, that was just amazing. So a lot of people went home with big goose eggs on that tournament, with me and myself being one. Um, do you want to go into that tournament and maybe your experiences with it and maybe go into how you won? <laughs> yeah, sure. So it was originally supposed to be a uh, Little Miami River tournament. And yep. it got canceled because the river levels were too high and all that stuff. So I was kind of bummed. They moved it to Cowan Lake, which is one of the lakes that I probably hate more than all the other lakes in the area. I mean, yeah. I don't hate it nearly as much as Eastwood and Dayton, but I don't like Cowan. That's all I got to say. Uh, it's pressured a lot, and I just I just never do that well. So that tournament, we we faced, what, like 37 people, I think? Yeah. Yep. And uh, started off the day, I, I paddled from the public beach across to – the riprap over by uh, the campgrounds. That's where I started. Ended up catching my first one. Probably he was probably thirteen and a quarter, maybe. I caught him off the riprap at like seven oh five. Yeah. So I it got started quick. I was like, oh okay, this that's cool. Um, after that, I think me, you, and Justin paddled into that cove back there. Yeah, I was right behind you going back to the, you went to the very, very end of the cove, right where the creek comes in. Yeah, that was my game plan, because after reading uh, reports about Cowan Lake, I was I was kind of game planning that I was spending all my time back in the coves because I had a feeling they were spawning. So we headed back there and I mean, we were far back in there. I was fishing one two foot of water and i got two hits i got that one that was probably a 16 and a quarter i think it was under a log 
in like a foot of water. Yeah, I watched to catch that. That was a, that was a nice fish. And that I was using a uh, oh yeah, I was using a uh, black and blue chatterbait with a uh, turbo crawl trailer, Z-Man turbo crawl. Wow. So I the reason why I was throwing the black and blues because the water was extremely muddy. Oh, it was six foot up the day before, and it was still up when we got there that morning. Right. So that area I caught that fish in, I I could, I I can guess it probably been a couple inches the day before, like, like normal level. Yeah. So, oh, that was shallow back there. I had to pull my pedal drive up and pull my rudder and actually pull my paddle out and paddle back there. (laughs) Yeah, it it was crazy. So, and then I. I caught that fish, and then probably not even 10 minutes later, you saw me uh, lose another one right at my boat. I mean, I was trying to net the yeah. thing, and it just popped loose, which was another 16-incher, I think. Oh, that's heartbreak, man. It, it, was, it was bigger than the six, the first one I caught. So, But a- after I caught that second one, I was just like, oh, something might happen here. This is, this is getting crazy. I started shaking a little bit, too. So I, I was, you know, the adrenaline was pumping, and. All that stuff. Oh, I was on Tourney X, and I hollered over to you, Brad. I said, Brad, you're in first place. <laughs> yeah. And you held it for a long time. I think you were in second place, then you moved up to first. Yeah. Uh, so you were right up there at the top most of the day. I can imagine, man, the nerves and, you, you know, your body shaking and all that. I mean, that's just incredible. <laughs> yeah, after you told me that, and I was just- I was just thinking to myself, I was like, man, I wish you wouldn't tell me that because I'm going to worry about it all day. <laughs> but uh, we started making our way out of the cove. I, You took off a different direction. Where did you go after that? I think I went out towards the rocks again, maybe towards the island. I always go out there and fish around that island. I've done good in the past out there. Uh-huh. Uh, not so much this, this year fishing it. Okay. Uh, I think, let me see. I, I went the opposite direction. I didn't see where you went after that. Yeah. So I went the opposite direction. I was fishing the main lake probably from 1130 to about 145. I kept thinking to myself, this ain't, this ain't my game plan. I don't know why I'm out here. Because I didn't catch a fish on the main while I was out on the main lake at all. So I met up with Justin again. He was going into a cove as I was going into the cove. Well, he stopped halfway. I went all the way in the back and found a nice little, like, circular pocket in one of these coves. I was like, oh, that looks like a great place where they would just spawn, you know, like right off of the main cove. So I went in there. I was like, all right, man, I need I need one, one or two fish to win this. And it was probably 2.15. I made – I made a cast at 2:15. I caught a fish, uploaded to uploaded it to the leaderboard, and about five minutes later, maybe two or three casts later, I caught another one in the exact same spot that put me back in place with 25 minutes left. Booyah! And I, I'm not gonna lie, I I sat there and I was just like, woo! <laughs> Only one back there. I, I did a little screen, so I was I was excited. So, oh hell yeah! I can't blame you at all, man. <laughs> I would. I made my way out of that cove around two thirty-five. I started making my way back to the beach. Uh, I did fish the uh, bank by the beach for about fifteen minutes, since our lines had to be out at three o'clock. 
yeah i i didn't end up catching anything anything out there the uh the waves were just too crazy i mean it got pretty windy there at the end oh it was a very nasty day we got a little bit of rain uh the wind was a problem all day it was chilly in the morning oh yeah not to mention the water temperature on the main lake was probably 57 or 58 if i remember right yeah. and then yeah. back in the coves the water was only 54 so yeah that that cold rain that we got leading up to that tournament like screwed it up because the tournament we fished at Callan Lake before that a few weeks before that the water was 58 degrees back in those coves yep so yep so we ended the tournament i ended up winning it when we got to the captain's meeting they announced it uh the crazy thing is the guy that got second place may he would have beaten me uh, Jason Ricketts told me uh, he may have beaten me if he would have me- measured his fish correctly, but the fish's tail was hanging off the side of his hog trough. Oh, wow. So I was like, you got to be kidding me. He's like, dude, it was that close. I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> so, wow. And that was Leveland Canoe and Kayak's first ever uh, kayak tournament. Yep. Their first ever kayak tournament. Yeah, Brad Hicks won. That's just amazing, man. Congratulations again on that. That was awesome. Thanks. I, I'm, I still can't believe it. I mean, I, the only thing I wish was that it was KBF affiliated. <laughs> that would have been awesome. But Yeah, you would have been qualified for that tournament, I do believe. Yeah, so it's all good. Uh, I met a ton of awesome guys in that tournament at the captain's meeting the night before and then at uh, – the meeting after the tournament, uh, we all talked. I got to test out Jason Ricketts, a uh, uh, Blue Sky uh, Angler 360, I think it's called. Yeah. So that thing was awesome. I mean, oh, I don't even I, – I can't – that I might have to be another episode because that thing's pretty freaking awesome. It's definitely different, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, more like a catamaran-type style boat. Yeah. Yeah. So – we got to try that. Uh, Justin got to try it. I think he fell in love because he's been talking about it ever since, and he wants to buy one. He's just yeah. holding off because he doesn't want KBF to change the rules on it. So I don't, I, I don't know how you feel about it, but there's a lot of people uh, out there that don't think it belongs in kayak tournaments and all that crap. So yeah, I really don't have an opinion on it, really. Uh, I think if uh, the K, whatever the KBF decides, I'll go with. Yeah, I'm the same way. I I don't care. I I don't mind it being in tournaments, but putting a motor on it, uh, I I don't know. That that kind of is an unfair advantage at that point. But yeah, how do you feel? Drive. What's that? Yeah, how do you feel about motors on kayaks and the kayak tournaments? I think the Torquedo is freaking awesome, dude. I want to put a trolling motor on my Bonafide just to keep up with everybody else you know but yeah i I, part of me kind of wishes that like the whole sport would just be simplistic you know yeah that's what makes it cool and different from everything else yeah self-propelled yep so you got anything to add about uh your tournament season from last year or this year or anything 
Uh, you know, I did a lot better in my tournaments last year. I did the um, what is it, the Cincinnati Shotgun last year. I actually placed pretty good in that, fishing off Sharon Lake. But I hadn't definitely come anywhere close to winning yet, like you have. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was freaking amazing, man. That was awesome. Yeah, I, I want us all to win one, man. I mean, I knew Justin has, but yeah, I think it'd be awesome if we all win one one day. Yeah, Justin Marshall, uh, he's a he's a great guy. He kayak fishes with us all the time, and uh, yeah, he won that tournament last year, and I think he's really really wanting to win another one. And the guy's got a lot of drive, uh, a lot of determination. Uh, same thing with you. You guys both have lots of drive, and mm-hmm. uh, you guys like to do a lot of the river floats and stuff. And see where I live. I live down here in Batavia, and Brad lives up here, and uh, he's more towards Dayton now. And uh, it's kind of hard for us to get together all the time, but uh, we do. It we try though. to make it work. We try to get together as much as we can. Yeah, we we make it work. We we've been out quite a bit. So. Oh yeah, definitely. We we met well, off so, of Ohio Sportsman website, if I remember. Yeah. Right. Yep. Ohio Sportsman and Facebook, and then I told you about the Ohio Game Fishing Forum, and um, yeah. we were both uh, hardcore on that forum for a few years, and. It seems like Ohio Fishing Reports on Facebook has kind of taken over uh, the spotlight that uh, Ohio Game Fishing used to have. Yeah, I I don't really participate in either one as much as I used to. Although, I did post, I did make a post in uh, Ohio Game Fishing today, actually. I posted my pictures, so. Oh, nice. (laughs) I don't have to check it out. Posted my my river smallies I caught from the float on Saturday great that's awesome yeah i saw those pictures man i mean amazing smallmouth bass um so where did you catch them at i mean what did you use for them uh, i threw strictly top water all day i was throwing the whopper plopper I, I did catch one on the ned rig uh they were all in uh slow moving water i couldn't catch, catch them in any uh current so i don't know if they're in between like the spawn in the summer pattern or what but Gotcha. Yeah. You mentioned that Ned rig, man. That Ned rig saved me last year in a couple tournaments. Yeah. Uh, I, I didn't, I caught one fish last year at Sharonville. And um, I remember I went hours without catching a fish. And I said, man, let's try this Ned rig. I've learned about it online. I've been reading, uh, watching YouTube videos about it. And so I got me some of those uh, finesse TRD. They're made by Z man. Um, so you get these little mushroom head hooks that uh, Z-Man makes as well, and you use them as a combination to make the Ned rig. There's all kinds of information on the internet about it. Anybody listening wants to wants to check it out if you're not already using it. Um, very effective little rig. Basically, it's like a Cinco, like a half a Cinco um, with a weight at the bottom, and it kind of falls down, and when you're working it, the way I've worked it, at least, is I'll kind of pop it up like I'm fishing a tube almost. You pop it up and let it fall down, pop it up, let it fall down. I feel like you're working a tube, or I work a jig like that sometimes. Yeah, I do it the exact same way. And they're very effective. That saved me. I started catching fish with the Ned Rig, and uh, that's that's where I placed um, a little higher than I normally do in that tournament, which just from that Ned Rig saved me. And I know several fishing trips I've had where I've just you went to the Ned rig and it's really, it's really done good. Now this year I tried the Nico rig. I've been learning about that online and, you know, I hadn't had a whole lot of success with it yet. Um, using the nail weight, basically the Nico rig, it's sim- kind of similar to the Ned rig. It's a, um, 
use a finesse worm. Uh, I, I've gotten uh, some Gary Yamamoto finesse worms, and I've got some Strike King finesse worms. I seem to like the Gary Yamamoto ones I got a little better. I like the, his quality of plastics. But anyway, um, you put a nail weight in it. Um, originally, people just put nails in them. You get a roofing nail or something, and you stick it into one end of your plastic. Then you wacky rig it. Basically, you get, take your wacky rig hook, and you rig it about halfway up the worm, maybe three-quarters of the way up the worm. And then uh, you kind of just cast it out, and you bob the tip of your rod and make that sucker bounce. And they call it the Nico rig because that's Japanese for cat. Nico is Japanese for cat. And they say when that rig is underwater and you're bobbing it up and down like that, it looks like a cat's paw is scratching at the bottom of the water. Really? And, uh, that's where they got the name for that. I actually did a little bit of research on the rig. But, you know, I've been trying it. I've been using it. Hadn't had a whole lot of success with it. Uh, I'm going to keep using it. Um, I kind of maybe adjust some things, some ways I'm, you know, working the bait or something and uh, might have some success with it and definitely keep you guys informed about it. Oh, yeah. Uh, funny you mentioned that uh, Nico rig. The guy in the uh, Cowan Lake tournament we did, uh, the guy that uh, placed second place and fourth place, they also threw the Nico rig, I think he said. Yeah. And, yeah, they were catching fish on it. And they were on the main lake catching fish, though. I don't know how deep they were fishing, but he was catching fish, so. Yeah, it definitely works. I mean, definitely a nice-looking rig. But anyway, I was going to get into another question. Um, so what are you wanting out of this podcast exactly, Brad? Like, what are you wanting, uh, where are you wanting us to go with this? Uh, honestly, this podcast, I just want to, like, create a community within, like, Cincinnati and Dayton, uh, just bunch of kayakers, just get a following of kayakers and just like expand our network, you know, just get to know a lot of people, get to interview a lot of people. Uh, I know I, I've been talking to the, uh, host of Paddle and Finn. His name's Brian Schiller. I've been yeah, messaging him. He wants to come on our podcast sometime. I asked him if he wanted to, he's like, yeah, that'd be great. So we'll have him on sometime. Uh, uh, yeah, I think basically that's it. Just a community. I just want to grow a community for all of us to, you know, that's what I want too, man. I love, I want a platform for us kayakers and not just, <clears throat> sorry, not just kayak bass fishermen, just kayak enthusiasts. Yeah. We can all get together. We could talk about fishing. We could talk about kayaking and, uh, just give a platform and, um, you know, just delve into everything kayaking. You know, I've uh, I've done a lot of catfishing off my kayak. I've done bass fishing. I've run turtle hoop nets off my kayaks. Uh, I trap in the wintertime, and I, I've checked muskrat traps and run trap lines off my kayak. I know there's guys that set up uh, duck blinds on top of their kayak, and they go duck hunting. Um, there's so many things you could do in this sport, and it's such an awesome hobby. And I've met so many awesome people through this sport and through the community. Like, the kayak community is just great. It's like one brotherhood. You know, everybody's willing to help you out. I don't know how many times I've been at the boat ramp, and another guy that I'm competing against helps me carry my kayak down to the water. Yeah. Or I offer to help somebody. You know, it's just it's 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 just hard to put a word to it. It's just it's awesome. And that's what gets me addicted to this sport. 
And that's why I wanted to do this uh, this podcast with you so we can create a platform for Cincinnati, for the kayaking community in Cincinnati and the surrounding areas. Mm-hmm. I know I like to fish. Um, I fished Kentucky before, parts of Indiana, Ohio. I mean, there's there's a lot of good fisheries down here. Um, Ohio fishing's tough. <laughs> it oh, definitely yeah. makes good fishermen. Uh, we don't have the numbers. We don't have the size that they do in the South. But uh, we have a lot of dedicated fishermen in Ohio, and uh, I just wanted to create something bigger for Cincinnati and for all our listeners and our kayak community. And maybe in the future we can get some celebrities on here. We can uh, get some, you know, top dog kayakers talking yeah. to us. We can learn their secrets and figure <laughs> out, you know, what they're doing. And maybe we could do a little better in the next tournament against these guys, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, I would I would love to like interview uh, our our good friend uh, and teammate John Graves. He owns his own podcast as well. Uh, oh, great guy! Great guy. He is an awesome guy. I mean, mysterious, very mysterious. <laughs> yeah, he posts things on Facebook all the time, and uh, he won't give an explanation. It's just like he wants you to try to like figure out what he's doing i don't know what's up with him definitely an odd strange guy but he's a very awesome guy yeah i i'm really glad i met him because he uh he brought up the opportunity for me and you to uh be part of the american tackle pro staff oh absolutely so, yeah you want to talk about that a little bit yeah we both became pro staff for american tackle baby <laughs> I know uh, I went out for the first time with uh, some other pro staffers here recently to Stone Lake Lake. It was me and uh, John Graves and Mr. Jason Ricketts, and we all went out there, and, you know, we all got skunked. Not one of us caught a bass, but it was a nice day. We all had a fun time. Um, There's American Eagle. A bald eagle kept circling us when we first got out there. And I looked up and I said, John, eagle, eagle, eagle. He looks up. He's like, oh, wow. Beautiful bald eagle kept circling us. And it was almost like a sign from the fishing gods, like American tackle team. Like, this is the day. We're going to slay the bass. We're going to rule. No, we all got skunked. (laughs) I love that story. I remember seeing the video that you guys posted also. That was cool. Yeah, he took a lot of good footage of that uh, that eagle. That was very cool. I heard over the internet that there was a couple eagles nesting out there at Stone Lake, and that's the first time I've seen one over there. Yeah, I you don't see them very often in this area. I've maybe seen one or two going down the Great Miami River, but that's about it. Yeah, I've seen them in East Fork and Paint Creek. So yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, do you have have you ordered anything from American Tackle yet? Not yet. I'm looking to here soon. Um, I know you did recently. What did you get? I did. I bought uh, a pack of uh, swim baits for the river. So they're five inch swim baits and they're paddle tails. And then they got like this little indentation before the paddle about two inches above. And it like it, it kind of acts as a hinge like a hard swim bait. You know what I mean? Yeah. So within the first 15 minutes of using those. On the Great Miami River, I caught two smallmouth out of the same spot, right behind the bridge. So, oh they, wow, they work. American tackle, uh, Bushido shad, uh, pearly white, my favorite color to go to for smallmouth. Uh, they work. So if you guys want to head over to their website, American Tackle, uh, 
AmericanTackleAnglerProducts.com. They have them for sale. They're not expensive, so go check them out. <clears throat> they also sent along with that package a uh, a hat, American Tackle hat. It's an awesome hat. It looks really nice. I think we all have one. You haven't received yours yet. No. Uh, they give us pro staff stickers to stick on our kayaks. I stuck that to the side of my old town. That was before I knew I was getting a bonafide. So three weeks ago, I stuck my sticker on. Now I need to get more from American Tackle. <laughs> yeah. But I emailed uh, Austin Todd, the uh, pro staff manager, and uh, asked him if he could send me some more to put on my new kayak so I could advertise. He's like, sure. Yeah, it's no problem. So he's sending me some new ones. Uh, let's see what else. They gave me stickers. They give me a bunch of stickers. There, there's a, they're a distributor for a bait company as well. Over, I think it's a Sweden bait company. I can't remember. Don't quote me, but they're called Wake Baits, and they look awesome. I mean, I've never seen a bait like this. They're different. Uh, they're kind of like a crankbait, but like, uh, I don't, I, I can't explain it. You'll just have to look on the website. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, they look interesting. I know I'm going to make my order here sometime this weekend. Uh, I've been a little busy. <laughs> yeah, so I do. They have a uh, promotion going on right now. Uh, the pers- five the five people with the most uh, pro staff referrals this month gets a free uh, toxic rod from American Tackle. So Austin did let me know that I was in the lead for that. So I probably will be getting a toxic rod from him. Awesome. Yeah, so I'm I'm really excited to try that and their microwave guides for that. It's some some kind of, it's supposed to like reduce the wave of the line coming out of the spool to the first guide. So uh, I'm really interested in trying that. I've been interested in trying that since I heard John Graves talk about it. So Yeah, he's he said a lot of nice good things about that rod. And I've definitely checked him out online. I think that might be one of my first purchases. Um, they're not expensive all either. I mean, oh, they're very affordable. I think Jason got a pack of four for, uh, well, the four blanks for 160 bucks. So he's making his own out of, you know, adding different guides and whatever. Oh, wow. Yeah. Hopefully we get Jason on here soon. Maybe we get John, maybe we get some other people. Yeah. I talked to Jason too. He said he's definitely in on coming on and doing a podcast with us. So. Yeah, he's an interesting guy. Um, I can't wait to hear what he says. Yeah, he he like he is involved in the kayak world more than like anybody I've ever met. He is a Jackson Regional team member. He is yep. a Blue Sky Boat team member. Uh, he's the manager of the Loveland Canoe and Kayak Fishing Team, which I'm a part of now. Uh he might have something to do with NRS and bending branches, but I can't remember off the top of my head. So he loves this sport. He he loves like promoting it, and he wants to grow it. So I think he'd be perfect fit on uh, coming on a podcast and talking with us. So. Oh, great! Yeah, there's a lot of great fishermen in this area. There is. I, I was just telling Justin about that a uh, couple of weeks ago. Uh, if you look at the past national championships for kbf you got kurt smith's from ohio and then yep. matt ball is from ohio north of me i think uh mike elsie is from southern indiana i think which is still the midwest 
uh, I can't remember the other other. I think the other guy might have been uh, from Texas. I'm not sure though. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, we uh, we have a lot of hard fishing up here in Ohio, so we. We go down to some of these southern lakes, you know, we could tear it up, son. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I still got a lot to learn before that happens, though. I, I'm just trying to qualify. That's my main goal for this year. If that doesn't happen, I just hope it happens next year, you know. Yeah, exactly, man. That's another reason why I wanted to do the podcast is so we can all learn something. Our listeners can learn something. Um, and I'm not trying to put down other fishing podcast but seems like a lot of them go into when they talk to people they ask more questions about how their trip went i'm more interested in fishing techniques you know if i try to figure out fishing patterns like fish patterns mm-hmm. bass patterns um, just really getting into the details and education of uh kayak bass fishing yeah kayak fishing in general yeah i'm the same way so uh all right let's uh you want to talk about your goals for this year? I mean, what do you have? Oh, definitely. Um, I definitely like to make top 10 in a tournament. Uh, it'd be nice to win one. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm trying to get out and fish more than I have. I know last year was a little hard. I just uh, had a baby daughter last year. Um, she's almost two now. And, of course, being a dad now, it kind of takes away time from fishing. Um, I don't get to go out as much as I do. And when I do get out, sometimes my sh- trips are a little shorter. So I'm really going to try to work on making the most out of what time I have and um, definitely learning some new techniques. Like I mentioned earlier, I'm trying to learn the Nico rig and trying to master that down um, just to try to prove, improve my overall game. And another uh, goal I had was um, to go on the Ohio River more. Mm-hmm. I went over the on the Ohio River this past weekend. Uh, we camped out at Shawnee State Forest. And, man, that is a beautiful campground. Our campsite was right in the woods. Um, I didn't get much of a tan this weekend because we were in the shade 90% <laughs> of the time at our, camping, at our campsite. It was awesome. But uh, they had Shawnee Marina down there. It was one mile from the campground. And I had two lakes there I could fish. Uh, there's two lakes of Shawnee. I used to fish those all the time as a kid. And I know they do a trout derby every year out there. They do pretty good with the trout, but they're not really known for great uh, largemouth fishing. Um, they're good for bluegills. So I decided I was going to try my luck on a river. You know, I've never really bass fished on much. Most of my trips on for catfish. But man, I took that Hobie PA out on the Ohio River, and that was really something. Uh, the currents in that river are strong. Um, once you get going, it's kind of hard to pedal yourself back out of a strong current. So I tried to keep out of the swirling eddies as much as I could. I started casting around down there. Probably about 9 o'clock, you had all the pleasure boaters coming in. Of course, this was Memorial Day. <laughs> so we had a, a trailer that had like two or three freaking jet skis on it. I see it, seen at least four jet skis out there with teenagers on them. And the pleasure boaters come out and course there's uh house boats and yachts and shawnee marina and stuff and people are firing those up so i said well i better get off the water i'm not too experienced on the river but that's definitely something i want to work on this year is fishing more on the ohio river there's fishing those big waters um uh, fishing for bass and catfish because i enjoy catfishing mm-hmm. there's something great about just you know throwing your rigs off the side of your kayak and then sitting back and relaxing while you're drifting along you sitting there and you wait for your pole, wait for the tip of your pole to start bouncing, 
Mr. Whiskers is on the other end. He's calling <laughs> your name. And you pull that bad boy in, and it gets awful exciting when you pull in uh, those double-digit catfish. You know, you get catfish that are 20, 30 pounds. Um, they really put up a, a fight. They're a lot of fun. Um, you know, it's another thing. This podcast, uh, it doesn't always have to focus on bass. I like catfishing. I like crappie fishing. Um, I've got YouTube videos. I'm Zach Carell on YouTube. You go check me out. Um, I've caught a ton of crappie off the front of my freaking kayak, that perception striker. And um, I just had a lot of fun with it. But uh, anyway, I guess that's mainly my goals for this year. Yeah, that uh... – Catching a catfish, a big catfish like that on a kayak would be awesome. Oh, yeah. I That's something I want to do. I would love to catch a big 30-pound flathead on my kayak. Oh, man, there's fish in the Ohio River that, that get bigger than 30 pounds. Oh, you I believe Imagine that... a 40 or 50-pound fish uh, towing you, tugging you down the river. That would be something. I believe it. Yeah, I, I know guys that do it also, and. I, that's something I would like to do someday. So, uh, my goals, let's see my goals for the year. I didn't go into this year having goals. I, well, it's weird because I just, I can't really explain it. I went into this year, not, I wasn't going to do a tournament. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You were on the fence about it at the beginning of the year. You were, you weren't sure if you wanted to do it or not. Yeah, I was just like, I don't know. I don't know. And then the uh, first Cowan Lake tournament came up. I was just like, I'll do it. Why not? Meet some guys. Hang out with you guys. It it turned out to be pretty cool. But, yeah, I'm glad I started doing the tournaments because they're addicting. I mean, it's pretty fun. And the great Uh, thing about tournaments, too, is um, when you're out there on the water and the the clock is ticking, you're not screwing around. You know, you're not – having a relaxing day fishing on the water you're in a tournament you're yep. trying, you're trying to get as many casts in as you can you're trying to come up uh figure out the fish as best as you can you're trying to do this in an eight hour span and that, that, a- that's one thing that's really addicting about it that's it really drives you and motivates you and it gets you excited when you finally you know you win or you, you you do good in a tournament like man i busted my butt today for this tournament and you know, it's even better when you when you top uh, place in the top ten or top twenty or even place first place. Yeah, and all these tournaments around here, all you have to do is catch three fish. Yeah, I mean anybody, it's anybody's game. As Justin always says, it's anybody's game. I mean, if you catch three fourteen inch fish and somebody only catches two fifteen inches, you know, you won. Yeah. So. I noticed a lot of tournaments this year have gone up to four and five. Though. Yeah, yeah, that's true. The second Cowan Lake was five. I think Buckeye Trail, um, they're doing four or five. I think they're doing five, aren't they? I'm not sure. I haven't done a tournament with them yet. Gotcha. But uh, my other goals for this year were to figure out how to fish deep water in the summertime. Yeah. Because I know that is where the big fish are. I, I just need to dedicate myself a couple weeks and just find those big fish deep, deep, really deep. I bought football jigs. I bought swim jigs. I'm going to try Carolina rigs off of, off of main lake points and stuff like that. I'm, I'm going to figure it out because if I figure that out, I feel like I can become pretty competitive. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So, 
Yeah, that has been a main goal. Rig too. What's that? The drop shot rig. I heard yeah. it's pretty effective in the summertime and those those deep ledges. Yeah, I've actually caught fish using the drop shot before. So, uh, drop shot in the robo worm. Yeah. <laughs> so that that's it. Basically, it for my goals is just to learn those techniques. I mean, that's all. That's really all I had set out to do this year. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, that's awesome. Um, well, is there anything else you really want to talk about before we hang this up? Yeah, uh, just a couple more things. Uh, I know you did the Buckeye Blitz this weekend, right? Yeah. Uh, did you do any? Did you do well or, at all? Or uh, no, I hadn't scored one fish on it. I've caught several bass this weekend, but uh, the minimum limit was 15 inches, and I couldn't break that 15 inch mark. Oh, of course, wow. I was went camping. Um, Shawnee State was my only choice. We were last minute trying to find a camp camping spot. Uh, me and my wife, and my daughter went out, and we ended up at Shawnee, which isn't the best fishing, but uh, I did the best I could. <laughs> yeah, are you doing the uh, monthly KBF challenge for June? Uh, no, I hadn't signed up yet, but I'm planning on it. Okay, I, I'm signing up for it too. I know Justin is signing up for it, and uh, uh, the new the guy we just started fishing with, Josh Eldridge, he's signing up for it too. He just became a KBF member, which that brings me to my next thing here. Uh, I've been doing uh, the May monthly challenge for KBF, and this month ha- could not have gone any worse for me, man. I have lost two big fish and got I've I've gotten docked two inches for open mouth so right there alone I've probably missed about eight inches wow and had I have had those eight inches I could have been maybe top 10 maybe I'm not sure it might have been close but I know the one on the river a few weeks ago it, it was a it was a tank smallmouth I know I fish in the spot where I know there's tank smallmouth I caught the thing on, on the Ned rig, was reeling it up, and it got off probably about 10 feet away from me. And I just put my hands on my head and leaned back. Josh was behind me. He was like, oh, no, dude, I just watched that. I was like, dude, I was, cool. I was done. I was done fishing after that. I was my Mentally, I was checked out. I need to change that, but I was checked out. And then yesterday, I lost another – 16 plus incher it was probably bigger than 16 inches uh i was trying to net the stupid thing did a it did a head shake got my uh hooks uh tangled in my net and then it just shook off i was like you gotta be kidding me that sucks man so (laughs) well you've been you've had a better season than i have this year that's for sure (laughs) yeah well, right now, uh, Justin's 16th place in the monthly challenge with 74 and a quarter inches, and I'm 18th place with 73 inches. So, Oh, wow. You guys are trailing each other. Yep. I, I would have upgraded today, too, with a fish, but I lost it. I lost Fort Kaiser today because of the mats, like we talked about earlier, the grass yeah. mats. So, wow. Uh, I wow. still got a lot to learn. So. Yeah, man, we both do. That's the great thing about fishing, man. You no one's ever a master of fishing. You always can learn something new. Yeah. So that's all I have. I, I was just gonna go over what tournaments that we were gonna uh, we were planning on uh, doing this summer. So 
and then well i got east harbor is the only one i'm for sure fishing um i'm kind of looking for some other tournaments to do in june um i know they east harbors at the end of july um i know me and justin already have camping spots reserved we've had a camping spot reserved since february i think yeah i need to Uh, talk to you about that because i might be getting in on that as well oh yeah man like we told you before you're willing uh you're uh, more than welcome to come up and stay with us. That's for sure. Yeah, split the cost three ways or something. So. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to that one because we're going out there Thursday night. I think we're staying Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night, and then coming home Sunday. Yeah, that that will be fun. So definitely a lot of pre-fishing, uh, some beer to be drunk, and <laughs> some good times to be had, man. Hopefully we can all get on some big fish up there. I mean, that's some big waters. East Harbor is a part of Lake Erie up there, and, man, that's the land of giants in Ohio. I mean, that's that's probably the best smallmouth fishing, the best largemouth fishing. Of course, it's a great uh, walleye fishery. Um, yeah. Actually, last year and this year, they said the walleye fishing has been better than it has been in 40 years up there. Really? Yeah, the uh, it's been incredible. Mayfly hatches have been uh, enormous. <laughs> yeah. Maybe all these mayflies are feeding the fish and they're populate overpopulating. But yeah, the walleye have just been awesome up there. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, so we got that tournament this summer that we're planning on. Uh, the one I'm looking for in June is, of course, the monthly one for KBF, and then. Yeah. The flowing waters for the Cincinnati Fishing Trail, uh, Strictly Sales sponsors that one. Yeah, I plan that. I plan to participate in that one. That as well. one is June twenty third, and you can fish flowing waters in Ohio, Kentucky, or Indiana. So wow, we need to make a uh, game plan up for that. Oh, definitely, definitely. So, that sounds like a lot of fun. I haven't looked at Buckeye Kayak Trails. Uh, uh, tournament schedule lately but justin did ask me about the buddy bass i don't know what we're doing but yeah uh we might go to mongador reservoir i think that's what, yeah. that's what it's called so if we do you 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 need to get in contact with somebody else so we all four can go to that together oh yeah yeah you gotta have a like a two-man team tournament isn't it? yeah so Mongador Reservoir, I figure that was another one that'd be cool to go to. It's three hours away, I think. Yeah, I've never been there. Never been there either, so I'm kind of interested. Yeah, that's one thing I like about these tournaments, man. And you go to lakes you've never been to before. Yeah, that's what I like about it too. I mean, they take you places. Like um, I remember, I never f- fished Sharon Lake last year, and that shotgun was like, well, Sharon Lake was on there. So I fished it for the first time. I fished Hoover for the first time doing a tournament. Um, yeah, it's amazing, man. I love tournament fishing. That's for sure. I do too, man. It's it's definitely been a journey so far. I'm excited to see what happens for the rest of us for the rest of the season. Oh, definitely, definitely. Well, I guess that's all for tonight. Um, I know here I'd like to try to do a recording at least once a week. Maybe we can get some more out between times. Um, I think me and Brad are going to work on getting some guests on. Maybe we can get some more of our buddies on next episode. Um, don't really have a set schedule yet for episodes, but maybe thinking since we started this on a Monday, we might do every Monday or something. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Yeah, definitely. 
they'll they'll probably be a lot shorter than this one. We just had a lot packed into this episode, so. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, well, well, I don't know, man. Sometimes us fishermen can get kind of chatty, so that's uh, true. <laughs> especially we got someone on here that's giving away their secrets and you know teaching us some master techniques, and uh, you know we take all the time we need. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. So. Yeah. Well, uh, I just want to say thanks to everybody for listening. And um, like I said, I'm, my name's Zach Carell. You can check me out on Instagram at Zach Carell Fishing. Uh, that's C-O-R-I-E-L-L and Z-A-C-H, Zach Carell. Also, Zach Carell on YouTube. I have a YouTube channel. I have a few um, videos on there. Um <clears throat> fishing off my kayak and uh, catching snapping turtles i like to catch snapping turtles and the summer times and i have some interesting stuff on there and uh i know you have a uh, instagram and all that information too yeah i'm on instagram i'm at the brad hicks fishing it's uh, b-r-a-d-h-i-x-f-i-s-h-i-n-g uh, i'm on there quite a bit so follow me i'll follow you back definitely i follow ton of people i talk to a ton of people on there i network a lot and i don't have a youtube channel so you need to work on that <laughs> i know so we'll see someday. maybe we can create one for the yak legion podcast maybe do yak legion youtube eventually or something i was talking we- to justin about that last night yeah so that would be awesome man could be in the well works. oh definitely man big things to come big things to come but uh All right, man, I guess we're going to end it for the night. Uh, Y'all have a good one. Yep, and don't forget to check out uh, AmericanTackleAnglerProducts.com and uh, go check out Loveland Canoe and Kayak. Have a good one, guys.